Good morning, everyone. This is Jeffy Kennedy, author of Epic Fantasy Romance. I'm here with my first cup of coffee. Ah, that's good. Today is Monday, February 20th. I'm kind of dragging rare today. Uh, it's a, a federal holiday here in the U.S. President's Day. But we all know writers don't get holidays. Actually, I shouldn't say that because it annoys me when I see people say that. Like, writers don't get to take vacations, taking pictures of themselves on the beach with their notepad or what have you. Uh, a word to the wise, writers do get to take vacations. We do take holidays. In fact, you have to. If you treat this like a job, which you all know that I am fond of um, saying that it absolutely is a job, maybe not even fond, but certainly one of my lines in the sand that uh, if you want to make a career as an author, then you treat it as a career and it is a job and you have to treat it like, like all of the jobby type things. It's a, uh, you know, things like vacations, time off, sick leave, those are not optional. They're not um, whimsical. They're not things that, like, you don't do if you, you know, the whole idea of, like, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. The idea being that if you love it, it doesn't feel like work. Ha! Ha ha ha! I laugh heartily at this. Just don't work that way. Um, anything that you have to put effort into is work. You know, maybe that's one reason why some people have trouble finishing writing things or getting things uh, written as quickly as they would like to or work as diligently on them uh, because they don't want it to be work. And it just is. Uh, I am fortunate that one of my talents I I have some talents not that many <laughs> but one of them is is I have the ability to work in a concentrated way for a long period of time and and I become aware of that when I'm like writing around to other writers who don't work as intensively as I do of course, this might be kind of contradicting what I was just saying about taking time off. But I took time off over the weekend. I didn't write over the weekend. Um, I I did things. What did I do? Um, I hit tired on Friday, but I got some good work done on um, Rogue Familiar on Friday. Let's look and see. Oh, yeah, I got up to page 87 of 110, where are we at? Yeah, 110. I did cut a few things, but I do feel like I am up to, up to the, um, like the good part. And, and as I discussed last week, it doesn't suck. So that makes me happy. Um, We take what we can get. Um, so, yeah, but I 
I did kind of push it on Friday. I worked a little bit later and I hit tired. And then I did a reading that night. Um, it was really kind of weird. I don't, first of all, first of all, I, I made the mistake. Hold on a moment here. So it was kind of funny because I made the mistake of like not clarifying what this reading event was. Um, and the gal who asked me to do it, and she asked me to do it via Facebook Messenger. And I don't feel like I got much information on it, but the theme was Love Kills. And theoretically, she knows what I write. Correct? I mean, she asks me to participate. And so I participated and I was the third of three readers and I kind of picked out, well, not even kind of, I had picked out ahead of time, something that would fit the theme of love kills. So I read the, uh, kind of the final, final ish, well, the tower rescue scene, um, from gray magic and ending on that line of Jadron's where he says, um, I will quote it. Okay. So I finished on the line, uh, where Jedrin says, dark art, save me from the stupidity of true love. <laughs> Jedrin makes me laugh. Um, so I, and I counted back from there. So for those of you who don't know, uh, if you are asked to read, uh, you figure about two minutes per page. So if I know I'm going to read 10 pages or, or if I'm going to read 20 minutes, that's like 10 pages. So I knew I wanted to end on that line. So I counted back 10 pages and I went a little shy of 20 minutes, which was probably good because the other readers, at least one of them went over by like 10 minutes. Don't go over when you're asked to read just don't. I mean, it's, it's not that hard. Just stop at your time. <clears throat> That's just one of those rules of thumb. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I need to add anything to that. So anyway, um, you know, the other two writers went first and the, um, which means I had to you know, sit through, which, uh, at least one of the authors did, other authors did not sit through mine. <laughs> she was like, I had to peace out. I'm like, okay. Uh, it's online, so it doesn't really matter, but still. So I listened to the first two and, um, one was definitely horror. And then the other one was urban fantasy. and <laughs> which are not things that I write. Um, so, so then after I read mine, I don't know. It was, um, there were snarky comments about romance. Um, and I was like, did you not know what I write? So, uh, one of the authors did say a nice thing, the gal who wrote horror. Uh, said that she liked it and on the last line, but I really dislike when, <laughs> I mean, maybe this goes without saying, I, I get so tired of the snarky comments about romance, about the ha ha ha, you know, oh, there was a lot of romance in that. It's like, fuck you. Uh, 
Yes. Yeah, there was. Anyway, um, so it just felt like, um, you know, don't ask me to do stuff if you don't like what I write. <sighs> Offering it up. Um, Saturday was busy. I got to go see Melinda Snodgrass. She was uh, celebrating the release of a couple of her books, a couple new books. And so we talked industry stuff. I was able to run a couple of errands, so that was great. And we had really good conversations um, both at her event at Beastly Books. Uh, always nice to connect with Twig at Beastly and sign some books for him and got some more books put together. Now I have a big box here, ordered some more. Really love my local indie bookstore. If you come to Santa Fe, go to Beastly Books. Uh, so much great stuff there. Uh, and then we all went out to lunch afterwards and had a good conversation. Had, um, you know, if you, I know I've mentioned Melinda Snodgrass on here, but she's just great. She lives not far from me. Uh, she wrote The Measure of a Man for uh, Star Trek Next Generation. Uh, she's done a lot of screenwriting along the way. She's a tremendously supportive person. And we were talking about uh, the frustration of, giving people feedback about putting a lot of effort into helping them into teaching them and having them not use the information that seemed to be a recurring theme of the day. And I did ask her, um, cause it's been on my mind, like how do you teach people how to improve their writing ability? You know, like people say, well, you know, I've already have a few books out and I'd like to get better. Some of you out there have suggested that when I've talked about, you know, what, what kinds of classes would you want to see from me? So I was asking Melinda, how do you teach people who already like know how to write a book, but then want to improve what they're doing? And she had some great suggestions. So I'm, I'm going to try to implement some of those. It's on my to-do list. Get, get those things going. Um, I did a lot of business yesterday. Uh, not as much as I needed to, but getting there, uh, did get the, uh, I've, I've gone wide with the Shadow Wizard audiobook, so now it'll, it'll be on Scribd and so forth. I know some of you ask about, will it be on Scribd? Um, yeah, it will. So I need to finish getting that going. Um, well, I've got it uploaded everywhere except YouTube. So I still need to do the YouTube one. Uh, I will put it for free on YouTube. I'm almost at 1000 subscribers on YouTube. So if you are watching this on YouTube and you haven't subscribed, uh, it would be great if you did no onus, but it would be helpful to me because I, uh, well, let's see, I need 61 more subscribers. So I imagine I'll start getting them once I get shadow wizard loaded up and then I can monetize. So that would be another income stream. We are always looking to diversify those income streams. Love that. Um, so yeah, yeah, it was great to connect with Melinda. I have not had that long of a conversation with her in quite some time. So that was good. And, um, yeah, ended up really sleeping in yesterday morning. That was nice. Good way to start a Sunday. Got the laundry done. Very exciting stuff. 
got to meet up with Megan yesterday afternoon. Listen to the world building talk uh, between Kate Elliott and Ken Liu, which was interesting, but I don't know. I It didn't give me any light bulb moments like I had hoped. And Megan asked me like what I was hoping to learn if I wanted some ideas for Amethyst's job or something like that. And I was like, I just, I don't know. You know, like sometimes you just uh, want to listen to people who are really smart about the genre, talk about it, and hope that maybe you'll glean something from that. And I've been giving feedback on stuff, gave feedback on one friend's story, and now I am proofing uh, Minerva Spencer's new novel, which I really like. Uh, it's fun to proof her stuff because... I enjoy reading it. So I'm doing that for her. Um, yeah, I almost want to ask where the time went over the weekend, but I know perfectly well. <laughs> yeah. So um, I made myself a note to talk about Encore and Death. I finished reading that last week. Uh, J.D. Rubb auto buy. I already pre-ordered the next one. Love those books. Love that series. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was a perfectly adequate book. <laughs> uh, I saw people talking about the twist and I didn't feel like it was much of a twist. In fact, and, and probably if you haven't read it, and you don't want any spoilers, tap out. I won't tell you what the twist was or anything like that, but if you don't want to know anything. Um, I was actually a little bit annoyed that I saw, <laughs> yeah, that, that, I, that I've just violated the same thing, that I saw somebody say that there was a twist, which I felt prejudiced my reading somewhat. Um, but yeah, I got it on release day and started reading it immediately, but it took me a while to read. And I just didn't, well, it was very lean on the Eve Rourke relationship side, which I don't like it when there's not much of that. I liked that sexual tension being in there. And it was very heavily circling around the mystery, which it almost felt like um, Nora, because this is Nora Roberts who writes this J.D. Rupp, um, it felt like she almost wanted to do a more Agatha Christie type of character study. It was one of her ones about the theater, and she loves to do that with, you know, the uh, people acting and all of this sort of thing. Um, and so she, she kind of, it was a slower paced, more in some ways twisty turny, but in the end... I did not believe the killer's motivation and I don't write mystery. Um, and so that's not my forte. I've learned recently you're supposed to say fort, not forte, which sounds stupid to me. That's not my fort. That's your pillow fort. Forte. Uh, anyway, I'm going to keep saying it my way. I like my way better. Um, 
I recently told an aspiring writer friend that one of the best things about being a writer is when they like create style guides just for you at your publishing house, you know, and they say author prefers this use um, or your made up words and all of that. It's like you get to create language. So all those times, mom, when I was a little girl and I mispronounced words because I read them in books and didn't know how they were pronounced and I would be corrected and I would say I like my way better. Well, now not only do I still like my way better, but I get to have it my way because I am the one creating the language. Um, that is a power that I absolutely love having. So uh, that was a parenthetical there. Uh, I would, I'm sure other people just loved Encore and Death and obviously like the people talking about, oh, what an amazing twist. Uh, the thing about twists is you have to earn them. And obviously, Nora Roberts is La Nora for a reason. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. Uh, she doesn't have to earn anything because we will all pre-order and buy her books until the end of time. Uh, because I still enjoyed reading it. Um You know, and, and she's 72, so, you know, she's doing really well that she's still producing books at this, at the rate that she is. Uh, Melinda is approximately the same age. She's 71, and we were talking about writing series and so forth, and Melinda said that now that she is at this age, that she's starting to think in terms of, do I, how long of a series do I want to start because I want to make sure I can finish it, which is like, ooh. You know, that's, that's where you get to be in life. Right. Um, but yeah, I think the thing about twist endings is that you, that I, I talk about this a lot in the secrets and the keeping secrets courses that I teach sometimes is when you have a mystery for you know, the reader is also solving it. The detective in the story or what have you is solving it, but the reader is also attempting to solve it. And if you don't give them all the pieces of the puzzle, uh, then that's often what happens with a twist is that there's this like, oh, surprise, this, there was like this whole thing going on that you didn't know about. But if the reader doesn't feel like they were part of that from the beginning, uh, then they feel like rightfully so that things had been hidden from them and that they couldn't possibly have solved this. Um, now in this case, I rather suspected that the killer was the killer from the beginning. Uh, and it could be because I've read most of Nora Roberts books and I know how she thinks and I know which characters she likes to pick as murderers. Um, but yeah, I was not convinced of this person's motivation in order for the killer to have the motivation to do this. They would have had to be, they would have had to evince this behavior in other aspects of their life. And and Nora tried to make a case for this, that you could see this, but I didn't buy it. Um, yeah. 
So yes, we could, I don't want to spoil her further, but we could discuss if any of you want to discuss privately. All right, so I'm going to get to work. I'm going to finish revising this last few pages. Hopefully, this has got to be a big word lay down week um, if I'm going to make even my extended release date for Rogue Familiar. Neat. So hope you all have a great Monday, whether it's a holiday for you or not. And uh, go get them, Tiger. You all take care. Bye-bye.